Um, so let's just, you know, just dive straight in. Um, now that we've welcomed the presence of God, that's the most important thing. So um, do you want to tell our viewers, you know, um, your name? Um, you're Nikki. Hi, Nikki. Yeah, I'm Nikki. I described you. I described you as the 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 encouraging mummy. So they probably want to know your real name. So Nikki, welcome. I'm Rebecca. Welcome. <laughs> yes, I'm Nikki, the encouraging mummy. So can you um, tell us about the encouraging yeah. mummy? Tell us a little bit about the what's that? What's the encouraging mummy? So that only came about a couple. Like that was. I think that's literally like a week and a half old. I was just. Um, wow. I saw something and he mentioned like your name being what you do and I believe I do encourage mums it's taken a while to kind of get to that place um I my thing is to encourage all women but specifically mums in this season because I am a mum yeah and I do know how easy it is to kind of forget yourself especially when you're looking after your kids and stuff mm. like that so I just wanted to like let mums know that hey there's a place here like I will encourage you I'll motivate you and yeah, you're not forgotten, basically. So I love that. I love that. There's such a need for it. There's so many yeah. people out there that, you know, need that encouragement, particularly mums. Mums go through yeah. so much um, and, yeah. you know, go through life, you know, with their partners, with the children, with themselves, in and of themselves. Like, yeah. how do you actually find space and time for yourself? I know I hear a lot of mums talk about that challenge, like, between... Yeah giving of yourself to your family and then also finding that time for yourself and, and being able to sort of um, develop yourself. And, and that's what we want to talk about today. So, oh my gosh, it's perfect that you, a week or a half ago, decided to go <laughs> go with that title because I think it's so befitting and I know you to be a very encouraging woman. You encouraged me when I first had my dream of decorum. So this, this whole outfit is called Dress the Daughters, but it came out of decorum. And I think that was way back in 2011, 2012 days when I used to come yeah. to your events and, yeah. and, and, and you were so encouraging then. So it's so befitting. Oh, thank um, you. Thank you. So I know, I know your time is limited. So if our viewers don't mind, I'm going to crack on with some questions. <laughs> so, um, the first question is really about like character. So the theme of this whole sort of discussion today is about character and sort of what would you say, um, what would you say we mean when we say character, character development? Char what is that? Character, I think it's, for me, character is that thing that goes ahead of you. So before you've even gotten there, because it's the thing that without seeing it, people use to describe you. It's the thing that makes up who you are. And the reason I say it's what goes ahead of you is because it's by your character people are going to kind of describe you. And that's why I think it's so important we work on developing it. Um, I think our character is one of those things that you, you can't hide. You can pretend to be something only for a short space of time, but your character, it is it defines who you are, if that makes sense. Wow. So character is a, it's a big thing when I think about it. Wow, that's so deep. And it's so true. Um, wow, you've described it so well. I mean, better than I could ever really have described it because it's so true. It goes beyond you. It transcends you. It tra you, like, you can't control it in the same way that people try and control their, their image, their branding. We're all about the brand. And, you know, you go online, you go on Instagram, you go on social media and you are someone perhaps that you're not. You, you present whatever you want to present. But actually, you can't do that with your character. Your character speaks for you and it actually speaks well for you or it speaks badly of you. And like your your rep, your rep, you know, in the hood they go, you know, your rep, your reputation. <laughs> but it's just um wow. Um yeah, it transcends you. And and so you said that it's really important to develop it. And I think yeah. I feel like 
not many people know that you need to like work on it. Some people just take it for granted that it will just develop in the background. It will just sort of crack on and it will be what I want it to be when all is said and done. Like when it's all over, my character will testify of me well, but haven't done anything to actually invest in it. I haven't done anything to actually, you know, pour into it to make sure that it develops, you know? Do you, yeah. What do you think about like what people know about that? Do you know, I don't think it's that people ignore it or they don't think anything of it. I think it's people don't, people don't realise that the, their experiences and the things they're doing, that's actually shaping it anyway. So whether you sit and say, I want to develop my character, or it's just a thing of your, like I said, your experiences and, and those things, they shape you. It is growing, and like you said, and it's speaking of you, whether in a good way or a poor way, it is, um, and I think when people are doing stuff like personal development, they may not call it character building, but those things, are building your character every mm-hmm. time you read the, the bible that's building your character whether mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying so i don't think it's people may not necessarily call it that but i think some like people are subconsciously doing it they're aware um, mm-hmm. it's just obviously it gets to a point where you do begin to realize okay this is building my character but i don't think people are ignoring it i just don't think that would be the term that most people would use hi Chantel. hi guys welcome thank you for joining us <laughs> We're not ignoring you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, that's really interesting perspective because sometimes I think, I always think that sometimes to get, you know, they say nothing happens unless you sort of pray or nothing happens unless you sort of are very deliberate and intentional about it. But it's so interesting with character that perhaps you do, it's recommended, it's good practice to actually develop it, but it actually, things things are happening organically almost. Um as you go through life, you know, like you said, and the things that you do and the things that you say, you know, they are actually, you know, speaking of your character. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And Sylvia said, Bible reading does build character. Yeah, definitely. I can testify to that because I know that's what has helped me um, reading my Bible was being a thing that's kind of, I think that's been the best form of character or personal development, definitely. That's so true, but how, how would you say, how would you say you do that? Because I know in church, we go to church and we hear that, you know, we hear the scripture that says, you know, the, the Bible is like a mirror. You put it up and it will tell you, you know, what you need to adjust and the Holy Spirit will prompt you on what do you need to change? What do you need to develop? Um, and, and so, you know, we, we know all that in, in principle, but what would you say you do in terms of getting the Bible to actually shape you? Yeah, practical, practical tips. Like for those that perhaps they've been trying to develop their character, maybe they've noticed stuff that uh, this doesn't look quite right, but they don't know how to fix it. They don't know what the Bible is going to do to actually rectify, redress, and bring them back into alignment. Yeah, um, I think I can only speak from personal experience, and for me, it yeah. was application of what I'm reading. Um, it gets to and that involved. So for me, when I first started reading the Bible, I'm sure a lot of people did this. So I was reading in King James. Yeah. I didn't understand half of what I was reading. <laughs> um, but then um, I had to make it first. The first thing is making it personal to me. So I had to get a translation that I, I actually understand. Mm-hmm. After doing that, I was able then to see if it said things like, you know, a good, I'm just picking something out. A godly person doesn't do this. Mm-hmm. It was okay trying to apply that in my life. Mm-hmm. So if a godly person doesn't so you know discord in friendships which is something i used to do mm. application for me is saying okay i'm not going to do that i know i also understand it's not going to be perfect mm-hmm. but understanding grace 
and knowing that it's a process like um enables me to continue applying that to my life does that make mm. sense yeah absolutely. i think some people think it, you read it and automatically it happens mm. no i see it as like the bible is almost like it's like a chisel mm. and it chisels at you and it, it makes like it makes you a better person but it happens over a period of time with application mm-hmm. i don't get just reading it and that's why for me um the best thing I did in making it practical was relating what I was reading to what was happening in my life mm. and then trying to apply it. If, does that make sense? No, it absolutely makes sense. And guys, if, you, if you're watching, if you're there, you're engaging with us, put on, tell us your tips and how you develop your character, how you've been able to use the Bible to shape you. But I think, Nikki, that's absolutely right in terms of using it as a, as, you know, as a chisel, applying it to your, like you said, your ch- situation. I love that you gave like a real life example there about, you know, you know, so in, so in discourse. And, and that, I feel like when I was, when I was growing up, when I was younger, I used to think, that wasn't such a big deal like I would have them separate almost I'd have the bible there I know the bible says be perfect even as Christ is perfect and it's such a high standard I was probably more like because I wasn't really an a student I was more like a b student so I thought you know it's fine you know I can just I can just be the 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 word like almost like I can just I can just coast it and it's fine like I don't have to aim for the a if that makes sense so I wasn't striving to be perfect I, I thought it was too far far-fetched I thought it was too far away um but like you said if you apply it in real life situations if you put it into your actual day-to-day life and 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 use it to guide you to guide your decisions and stuff that really helps I'm finding it awkward to do my quiet time though I do find scripture about a specific topic at times yeah so Um, yeah I get that yeah do you want to do you want to come back yeah and yet, no, I, I get that you would find it. It is, because there's so much noise, it is sometimes hard. I always say, even if you can't spend 30 minutes or 20 minutes, five minutes in the Word and, like, reading that one scripture is better than nothing. I literally said it today about working out. We can apply it to our reading of the Word. Like, small is better than nothing. Than nothing. So if you can kind of, you know... So I, I used to read scripture in the toilet. I shouldn't have done this. But in the toilet at work, I used, to, <laughs> I used to read scripture like quickly and then go back into work. So you like just finding a few minutes if you can and then building the habit from there, Sylvia. That might help. Is it Sylvie? Sorry, Sylvie. Sylvie, yeah. yeah. I think I think I think that's exactly true. It's like taking a tablet, isn't it? It's like, oh, I need to take my vitamins, go to the toilet and just pop one in. I, I, I did similar things. Like I had um there's an application on my phone. It just um sends um sends you scriptures. I can see some other people over yeah. <laughs> Sylvia, welcome. Um yeah, so absolutely just just find some time wherever you can. I have an app on my phone, two apps that really help me. One is Daily Audio Bible, you know, hearing the word. But I found that after a few years, I was, my habits, I was getting out of the habit of actually meditating on the word because I was just hearing it. Although I would reflect upon it, it wasn't deep enough. So I had to make sure that I would take the time to actually hear it and listen to it. And it's only 20 minutes and it helps you get through the Bible in a year. It does Old Testament, New Testament, Psalms and Proverbs, all in one day, like 20, 30 minutes a day, and it's a community, it's great. And the other one is like the Bible verse app, and it just gives you Bible verses. So I'd have it up at work, I'd have my phone there, and literally a scripture would pop up, and I'd be like, ooh, ooh, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, how can I use that in my day? And yeah, it's so true. The chisel, 
the chisel of the word, the word just sort of refines us and makes us, you know, the thing that I love about the scripture when it talks about character in terms of coming out like gold, it's worth it. Like the, 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 the prize is, it's worth it. It's tangible. It's like, you come out like gold and God will be like, I'm so pleased in you. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy that you taken on board my, my sayings. You've taken on board my, 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 my word. You've eaten of me. That's what he says, but I'm the living word. So we're eating of him. And you know, it's just, he's just so pleased in that. Um, I realized that in my character, I'll give you an example. Since you've, you, you've given the viewers an example of you. <laughs> We're spilling all tonight. Like I realized that I actually had road rage and I was a bit of a diva. So there's two different things, but like I literally, oh, so bad. Like I didn't realize that road rage was a bad thing. Like I just thought it's part of everyday life. Like everyone has road rage. I honestly did. I thought it was just normal. Like you get in your car and road rage just, it just happens, but apparently it's not normal. <laughs> it's actually not. And I just, my family members had it, like not all of them, but some had it. And I just thought it was almost like a competition. Who can be most aggressive on the road? Like who can shout the most? How can you shout the most? And then I'd get to church and I'm like, and then the bishop would say something about like, oh, you know, you that you were on your way, someone cut you off, that like you were swearing, then you get to church and you're raising holy hands. I was like, I wasn't swearing, but I was like, ooh, it still, it still hit me. Yeah, I just thought, wow, like, road rage is not cool. And how do I deal with that? Look for scriptures on anger. Look for scriptures on, on you know, rage. And the Bible says, be angry, but don't blow it. You know, there's so many different scriptures about it, even subtle. If you look at the Psalms and the Proverbs, it's in there. And the way God talks about it, like, he's just like, no, no, honey. No, honey. I don't like this at all. Like, God actually hates it. And I didn't realize it was that bad. And then the diva thing, I didn't, I just thought it was cool to be a diva. Like, I've never been a fan of Beyonce or anything, but I've just been like, <laughs> is there anything diva? Come on. We're always thinking like Kim or Beyonce. But I just, I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm a diva. I'm a diva. And people call me a diva. And I just thought it wasn't, it wasn't a bad thing. And then I realized that God is not pleased. This is not honoring to God. This isn't edifying. And that's the thing about character. What do you think about like the whole, the fact that it should edify? Hi, Tony. Welcome. <laughs> the fact that it should, it should, um, it should edify like your character okay. should bring, character should, yeah. So it should edify, edify other people. So like right. the fruits of the spirit are linked to your, your, your character. Like, you yeah. know, if you have godly character, you're probably going to be reflecting, you know, the fruits of the spirit. Um, yeah. so it, that brings edification. It brings, it blesses people, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think you're, that is a part of, that is a part of character building though. Cause the more you begin to build on your character, like you said, you begin to realise certain things don't fly and you begin to work on it. So, for instance, you said, you know, road rage, that's not a fruit of the spirit, but ultimately, those things, however comfortable they may seem, ultimately, they ruin your witness. Yeah. So, it's a thing of, God wants to take it, he doesn't want that in you, he doesn't want that to be the fruit that comes out mm -hmm. when you're, do you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. even if it's not coming out in your road rage, you'll be surprised it will come out at other times. Mm -hmm. If you're on a case or something like that, it will come out and it could really mess things up. I think that's one of the reasons why, for me anyway, that's why, not even just for me, for all of us, it is important we are looking at the Bible in terms of what it does to our heart. Because ultimately, that's where all of this stuff is coming from, it's our heart. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think when the more you begin to read it, for me, the more I begin to read the Bible, the more I begin to understand the importance of God in my heart. Mm -hmm. If I didn't want these things... That are opposed to the word to come out of me so and then 
going back to the practical application, yeah. when you see that and it talks about that's when the things like, okay, if it's the guarding of my heart, yeah, that means certain things are not allowed to be there. So there are maybe certain music, maybe certain mm. TV shows. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It becomes practical. You begin to look at different things mm. um, that could in fact hinder or help your character, if that yeah. makes sense. The more you read it, you, the more, like, for me, the more I read the Bible, the more I began to realize how much all of it was linked. Mm. And it's, it's, so, like, this whole character thing, it's bigger than just, it's not, it's not a one-time thing. It's a process. It's yeah. bigger than reading one or two scriptures. Yeah, to me. It's that's like, so it's true. a whole process and a journey that, if avoided, if not taken seriously, I don't know how a person can have great character and that's that's my honest opinion like i really don't know if you're not applying these things in terms of the fruits and the principles if you're not but you can't i don't think it's possible to have that great character so wow nikki you just hit us like whoop, 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 whoop. just just throwing out that those gems you've said so much amazing stuff like definitely the thing about our witness um that's something i've been reflecting on so much recently because you know, you're, like you said at the start, you know, your character transcends, like it, it's beyond you. It's beyond what your, contr- your control, I mean, it is within your control and you can, you can, you can contribute to a good character, a godly character, but you know, out there people will be thinking of you and they'll think of your character and that's about your witness. That's, that, this is a positive or a negative witness. And it reminds me of that work, you know, in work situations where sometimes God forgive us. But sometimes, like, you're, you're literally... Sometimes you're one person at work and then you're another person at home. Like, you've... It's almost like... Some people will call it, like, ah, split personality or whatever. But it's just that you've been pretending so much outside or even to yourself. Like, I think that sometimes I've even experienced that where I've pretended... I've Almost like I've deceived myself. Like, I think there's a space for honesty there in terms of being honest with yourself because... You can just deceive yourself that ah, I'm this good person, I'm righteous, I'm perfect, da, da, da. but inside, like you said about the heart, you know, inside yeah. your heart, you are envying someone, you have malice, yeah. you have jealousy, you are yeah. secretly covetous, which is yeah. really bad. Like, and yeah. that thing you said about the heart is so deep. Like, I always forget how closely linked it is to character. Yeah. Yeah. But how, how would you say, like, in terms of guarding your heart, how, because you mentioned that too, and how would you say, you know, you guard your heart to ensure that those things, jealousy, envy, covetousness, you know, wickedness, you know, just, you know, even like things, yeah, how do you prevent that from t- bitterness? Because I see that a lot with girls, they're out there, they're bitter, you know, you angry, like I've even had it myself, like I'm sure like, let me just not even point the finger, like I'm sure I've had it myself where I'm bitter, like how would you say you guard your heart from actually you know, take those things taking root and de- making you develop that bad, you know, bad character. Do you know what? It's funny because, obviously, uh, and I'm, I'm always very, like, honest about what well, I try and be as honest as possible about certain things. For me, sometimes I may not even recognise it until something happens. Mm. So, for instance, something um, happened uh, last year and I didn't realise I had some things within me. So, like, there was a bit, there was, a, there was some anger, there was some, do you get what I'm saying? There was... Mm a lot of these things in me and I hadn't it took that happening for me to realise that mm. wow like it was almost like it unearthed mm. that thing and that's when the work had to happen yes. in those areas. So for me it was the guard in my heart of as soon as a thought comes in, I'm uh, I'm taking that thought captive mm. and I'm not allow, allowing it to manifest. So if the thought of 
of anger builds up or bitterness, as you said, builds up. And I don't even think it's just, a, it's not a female problem. I, I always say it's not. No. Because people have this thing where they say, oh, you know, women, women are like this. Women are, we are, we're amazing, same as men. We are amazing. It's not a female thing. It's not a male thing. It's a heart problem. Mm-hmm. That's the issue. And I think when you, sometimes it takes a negative situation or issue to arise, mm-hmm. to kind of make you realize there's an area in your life that needs, like, you need to be first of all cut off from, and then you need to be guarding your heart in relation to. And um, I remember the Bible talks about how he works all things together for our good, or even he can, what the devil meant for harm, God will make good. Mm-hmm. So even in a situation that is dark, that could be embarrassing, that could be um, even shameful, mm-hmm. God may not have caused it, but he can certainly use it. And I feel mm-hmm. like for me, that's one of the things that has happened um, in terms of me realizing, okay, there needs to be some work, and then now it's time to guard my heart so that mm. this doesn't happen again. Mm. You know, obviously, it's not all. That's not always the case. Sometimes it'll be a thing of you will know, and the Holy Spirit yeah. is getting to you. Like, I don't like that. Yeah, I, I really don't like that. <laughs> if an issue, if you have an issue with, I don't know, um, exaggerating situation. I, I, really, I, I don't like when you do that stop stop doing that stop doing that stop doing that it gets, it gets louder and louder and louder until mm. you're finally listening and it's like oh and so next time when you're having a conversation and there's the temptation to say to maybe one up somebody or exaggerate a situation you stay quiet mm. do you know what I'm saying yes that, to me that is you yes. guarding that, that, could, that could be seen as guarding you because you're saying I'm staying away from you mm-hmm. staying away from certain conversations because you don't want to go into that mm-hmm. saying sort of um, temptation yeah um, depending on the situation guarding your heart looks different so I don't want my battery to die so we are I don't know that's why I say it's always important we're listening yeah we should be listening and leaning into what the Holy Spirit is saying because we don't want to miss it yeah no absolutely oh my gosh you're so right I think sorry I don't want my battery to die um you're absolutely right I think we often hear those promptings we hear those things that say don't behave like that don't do that don't don't exaggerate like you said or don't lie or don't you know don't behave in a i'm just gonna have to hold my phone sorry (laughs) don't behave in a way that offends or or doesn't honor doesn't honor me and i think um it's hard to deal with that you know if it's something ugly, like something deep, like something ugly, like even the example you gave of exaggerating, it might seem so basic, so simple, but that leads to lying. It leads to deception. It leads to something deeper and bigger. It escalates. And those, if you listen to those prompts where it's just by, oh, you're exaggerating. You say, ah, how much did you buy that? Oh, I bought it 50 pounds. But actually, you know you bought it 5 pounds. Like literally... <laughs> you, you know another, yeah it's true that's that's literally it it, it could start off one oh, it's just an innocent it's an innocent white lie and then it's another innocent white lie and then it's another and then before you know it you feel comfortable yeah doing it which leads on to the next thing and at first that may have been a bit of a problem but you've gotten so comfortable in it you don't even realize mm-hmm. and you a person literally goes from this this end right down to that end and it's almost like I don't even know how that happened mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it was giving that thing space to grow mm. um, like that's why it's so mad because when even when a problem erupts so let's say I don't know there's a big scandal mm. that happens and everybody's like oh my gosh how did that happen mm. I guarantee it didn't start the night before no <laughs> it didn't start the, 
it started a couple weeks or a couple months ago and yeah. it was one little thing mm. and it led to this massive thing simply because you allowed that thing to go and grow again not guarding your heart yeah. from whatever it is that tried to kind of rear its head and yeah you're right it can things can re- it started small so it started yeah, small and it's, it's that's usually the thing when someone goes how did that happen mm. it started small you know? yeah, so I don't small. think we should ignore the small things no way no but I think just just following on from that, I think it's so hard sometimes to confront. Like, what would you say, like, if you're in a situation where you've, you've acknowledged something in yourself? Like, maybe you're jealous of your friend. Like, every time she says, ah, I got a new job, you're jealous. She says, ah, I got married, you're jealous. Oh, I had three kids, you know, you're in the encouraging mummy, or, you know, and she's like, <laughs> and one, girl, one lady's like, oh, um, you know, I've had four kids, and the other one's like, oh, and, and, and you're someone that has had struggles with conceiving, has had problems with fidelity, um, so, you know, infidelity. So how do you, how do you deal with that, that jealousy that's creeping up each time someone is saying that? It, like we said, it starts small, so it's just a little thing. She says, she says, you know, she's trying for a baby. The next thing, she's actually, you know, pregnant. The next thing, she's had her baby. The next thing, she's had two babies, three babies, four babies, and you're getting more and more jealous. Like, if you look at Hannah in the Bible, Hannah in the Bible was... Um, you know, was almost jealous, really, of, you know, the other wives because they were having babies and she felt put to shame. Like, you mentioned shame earlier. So there's a shame that comes with these, with these things sometimes. How would you say, in terms of if you start to notice those things, it's small, it's small scale, you notice them, but how do you actually deal with them? What motivates you to actually want to address them? Because it's ugly, you want to shy away from things. You know, people procrastinate, they want to hide what would you say in terms of bringing that to the light and actually saying, okay, you know what, I acknowledge that I'm, you know, I'm jealous. <laughs> oh, there's your baby. <laughs> um, I think it's so funny when you were saying that, I instantly thought of, um, like, this is like over 20 years ago, but when I was in school and one of my best friends, she um, had talked about finally meeting her dad and we were, remember, we were best friends we were like I think we were like year seven and then we the whole time we'd gone through both not knowing our dads and it was fine it was cool and then it was like I think I'm going to meet my dad and then it went from I'm going to meet my dad to I am meeting my dad and she met her dad and she met her brothers and I remember I just became really horrible to her oh. and then one day she came and she said you know what you've been I don't know what happened but you've been really horrible to me I don't understand da, 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 da. and then I remember at the time and it's only now I look back on it I told her, you know, I was really jealous that you met your dad and I felt as though it changed our relationship. Mm. So I didn't want, I just felt like I needed to be horrible to you. When I told her that, the situation was, was fine. Squashed. The situation was fine. It was completely fine. Mm. Never thought about it again. I was then, all of a sudden, I was happy for her. The reason I brought that up was because it makes me think of, even at the time I didn't know this, confessing your sins one to another. Mm. Yeah. I mean, when you, if you recognize there is something there, the best thing you can do is find a place to confess, whether it's to that person Mm. or to somebody to hold you accountable. Mm, Because I really believe when you release something, it doesn't have the power to hold you prisoner anymore. Mm. So it can't stay there. And remember that thing that was once small, Mm. it can't stay there. And And escalate, yeah. Yeah, and start affecting other things. Mm. Because I know it sounds silly, but let's say, look at, let's see, let's, let's just go to the extreme with it. If she, so I, let's say I carried that on, carried that on with this girl, um, just really mean to her, horrible to her, bullying, just 
you know what I mean? It could have turned into so many things. I'm still really good friends with the girl now. Oh, wow. Like, she's one of the friends I had from school that we met before, we were supposed to meet up just before this coronavirus thing happened, but we meet up, uh, I think, like, maybe two to three times a year. We meet up, we mm. catch up. Like, we actively do that. Yeah. That's my really good friend, you know, and it could have ruined. That would have ruined, yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. But because of saying, okay, do you know what? This is the problem. So I think if there is, if you identify something, say it. Because, like I said, it loses its power once it's out there, and that's why the Bible was so clear: confess your sins one to another. You guys can, whether it's maybe that person walks away because they're like, "How could you have felt that way about me?" Because that could happen. That is a risk. But I would rather feel free than be held prisoner by these thoughts and then have it escalate because I didn't want to deal with it at that time. Mm. So it is, it is completely normal for it to happen. What isn't normal, what makes it worse is when we keep it there and we allow it to then dictate what we do. Mm. That's where it gets dangerous. Uh, yeah. Wow, that is just so powerful. You've actually set me free. Let's be real. <laughs> You've set me free, girls. No, on the real, because I've had um, some issues with some of my friends in the past, friendships in the past, and... Um, the Holy Spirit speaks to me very clearly and very promptly, but I've been disobedient sometimes. Hi, guys. Welcome. <laughs> We're not ignoring you. <laughs> you're very welcome. Um, I hope you're being blessed. And do comment in the, um, in the comments box. Um, yeah, so I've just, I've had some, I've had some times when I've been disobedient. Let's be real. I've been really disobedient, rebellious. Um, and God showed me, like, it was literally in back end of last year, he showed me that, look, do you know that these things where you've been rebellious and disobedient have escalated and caused so much problems in your life where you've lost key friendships, you've lost opportunities. Maybe by now you would have been married with four kids, but no, your, 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 your disobedience and rebellion held you back. And you know what the Bible says about um, disobedience and like is rebellion being like witchcraft, like cancer, like all these different acronyms that the Bible uses for it. So it's so true what you say about confessing your sins, because I feel like in some of those situations where the Lord would have prompted me to say, do you just, just tell them, just tell them that you feel, just tell them that you feel jealous or just tell them that you feel sad or just tell them that, you know, you're angry, you're angry about what they did. And I found that the times I've done it is so refreshing. Like, it's not an easy conversation. It's a difficult conversation. Um, sometimes it doesn't end well. But do you know what? When you walk away, you feel free. Like you said, you feel absolutely free because you've done your bit and you leave the rest to God. You've, you've yeah. said what you've needed to say um, in accordance with his word. Um, and you just leave it to him. Oh, I'm so conscious honestly, of time. Oh, no, it's fine. Honestly, I get it because it's hard because, like I said... I haven't always gotten it right. Like I said, I like I, I messed up, you know, last year. And I said, and I instead of dealing with it, and that's why I, I get it. Instead of dealing with it at that point, I was angry mm. and I stayed angry, and it was a small thing that I ended up turning into a massive thing. Mm. And so, do you get what I'm saying? So I get it. Yeah. And I get the struggles. However, at the point where there was an where I've apologized, it's almost like. It doesn't matter what anybody. I feel free now. Mm. Like I'm a, and I genuinely mean that. But it, or you open up your mouth and say this was the problem. Like you said, the freedom it, that comes with it, mm. it, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't compare doesn't to compare. the of keeping it in or talking about it or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I, I recommend it, and I'm saying it from experience. And yeah, so I, I completely get it completely. Can I ask one more question? I know you, your time, yeah, course, yeah. time is limited. Um, <laughs> So we've kind of gone off script with the questions, but I really believe this is like spirit led. And, you know, you've just talked about um, 
well, I know like your name on Instagram at the moment is encouraging mummy and we've spoken about you know those things that are identifiable that you need to work on you need to develop you need to pray about you need to read the word about you need to use that to chisel you as, as we said earlier what would you say if you notice someone in a character trait or flaw or improvement area of improvement in a friend or colleague or someone in your life your family member spouse and you know what you want to encourage them but sometimes it doesn't come off as encourage. what would you say in terms of um like is it possible? Should people like encourage other people in their areas of improvement? Like, what would you say in terms of like you're the encouraging mummy? Like, would you encourage people to develop themselves? Would you encourage people? Would you identify those flaws to people if you noticed it? Like, you have a friend that just lies every day. You know, they say that in the shop. You know, they're clearly at home. You know, they say that at a rocking party. There are fifty people at that party. No, clearly they didn't even they didn't even step out of their house. You know, they're on lockdown. They're on lockdown. Okay. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so Sorry, what, what would I do? Yeah, what would you, would you encourage your friend, or would you just leave it, or, or do you think you have an obligation? Like, what do you think around like that whole encouragement in terms of character development for someone that you're around? Obviously, the first thing I would always say, and Dresser Daughters encourages, like, work on yourself, like with God, yeah. sit down with God, with yourself, address yourself, because then you can be a blessing to other people, and your light will shine, and you will, as I said earlier, edify. But what about your friends around you? Because, you know, as you know, they say, you know, um, they'll by you know, those around you, you'll be known by um, your associates, your acquaintances. Don't be, and the Bible says, don't be um, corrupted with evil company and all that sort of stuff. So um, what do you do if you have a friend or family member or spouse who has issues like their issues got issues and you've seen that their issues have got issues and you want to you're just sick and tired of it. Maybe they're selfish. I mean, they always be thinking about them. Like, what do you do? Do you encourage them? Do you leave it? Do you ignore it? Do you just pray for them? What would you say? I think well, it just it all depends on the situation. So, okay, if it's a, uh, I'm gonna just say this one. Don't know, but if it's <laughs> if it's a potential spouse, we're gonna use that one as an example. Okay, go if for it's it. A potential spouse, and they have certain character flaws and traits so they lie they do this but they're amazing and they're great to be around and they love okay those flaws are still going to be there in marriage so this is to the person that says oh this guy I really like him but he does he lies and those things that are there they're only going to be amplified in marriage so if that's the case I'm going to say run for the hills yeah mm -hmm. so that's that example run because whatever they're doing now he or she is doing now is going to be amplified in marriage mm -hmm. that's number one Wow. Number two, and obviously we know nobody, we know people aren't perfect, we get that, okay, but just for your own self, that's number one. Number two, if it's a friend and you love this person, before reproaching them, do pray about it. Yeah. Because you don't want to go in there, one thing you don't want to do is go in there all guns blazing. Mm. For example I'm going to use is my best friend. We've been best friends for years, like we met in college at 16, and when there have been situations where she can see I'm getting, I'm just, I'm being an idiot. She isn't like, she always comes. She doesn't come like, oh, she's never, she's always, I know she's always prayed about it first, but she'll say, Do you know, I've been thinking about this and I wanted to talk to you about it. I think it's about going to that person mm, and talking to them on a level. And that's why I recommend praying first time because the whole, first of all, the Holy Spirit's going to give you the peace and the patience to deal with it. Mm. It's going to give you the wisdom on how to deal with this situation. And also, it's a thing that sometimes it's not for you 
you're not going to be sometimes it's not going to be you that's going to change it mm. he's going to change it he's going to work on their heart yeah. that person may flip out and don't give up if that person flips out yeah. you've sown the seed yeah you've <laughs> sown the seed especially if this is a friend now I'm not saying jump in and welcome and, oh, gosh my cousin has joined the conversation <laughs> <laughs> don't use her as an example I'm not saying hi mother I'm, I'm not saying hello ma good evening I'm not saying jump in because I'm just trying to be a supportive friend. No, and that's why I keep. I'll say again, do pray about it. Approach them, and I believe you will be able to approach them then with wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's always the first thing because sometimes if we just go in straight away, all guns blazing, it makes the situation worse. Mm-hmm. It makes it a hundred times worse. And the message you were trying to convey to them is funny because I'm saying this to the kids today. The message you were trying to get conveyed gets lost in all the argument. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's pointless. Yeah, clubbing symbols. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah. The reason I got it right is because that's what I was literally explaining to the kids this morning. That's all they're going to hear. Wow. That's all they're going to hear. So, yeah, pray, seek God, wisdom and counsel, and yeah, you know. It's so amazing. It's so that's so that's absolutely so amazing, Nikki. I I just feel I hope you guys are blessed because I'm blessed. I feel like this is just for me, even if this is just for me. <laughs> you know, it's so blessing because you know we character is about like it's your life. Like it, you can't escape it. Like we said at the beginning, like you can't run away from it. It's just it's just it runs through all the threads of life. Like we use relationship, um, like a, 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 a um, romantic relationship as an example, but it goes through the, all threads of life, like your work, colleagues' relationships, like your your friendships with your best friends and stuff. And I know quite often, um, you know, I was talking to my manager about today. He's not online, so I'll just be <laughs> candid, you know, um, about feedback. And I was just saying that, you know, I thrive on feedback. But, you know, he said something about how people kick off when you give them feedback. That sometimes, that can sometimes be me. Like, I don't always take it well. I don't always take it well. You tell me that I'm being aggressive and being angry black woman. I don't see myself like that. I don't want to hear that. I don't think you're right. You know, but, you know, don't be put off by that person's response. You've discharged your responsibility, your duty of care to that person. And you have done them a great service. Like, you've done them such a great favor. Like, that is love. Um, it's true love. But you need to come correct, like you were saying. Come with a, from a place of love. Go and pray about it first before you approach. Pray about what you're going to say. And, and pray whilst you're speaking. I would even add that, like... Even whilst yeah. you're speaking, pray because sometimes they can say something and you're like, What? Like, I've had some deep conversations and people say stuff, and I'm like, Where did that come from? Like, and you're like, Jesus, help me. Like, hold, you know, it's almost like those movies are like, Hold me back, hold me back. I literally, you know, you need to hold your tongue because you're about to lash. But, um, but yeah, no, absolutely praying before, during, after, and letting the Holy Spirit do that work because it's not you, like, 
really character development is all about change and you can't change yourself in and of yourself like the bible says that the heart of man is wicked and desperately evil who can know it like you are at your core obviously we've been made renewed we've been made new in christ for those that are believers watching but you know we've been renewed but you still need to be renewed consistently you need to you need to work out your salvation with fear and trembling like you need to develop and that requires change and no one really wants to change from that comfort zone like coronavirus has taken us um yeah that's true after praying after is is good too amen agree with that yeah yeah definitely agree um you know just having that ability to let god change your heart surrendering is what came to mind when you're speaking earlier i'm gonna have to watch this back because i'm blessed <laughs> but um, you know just surrendering just letting god actually do that heart surgery do that work on you because sometimes you know you've you've identified what your character flaw what your trait what the issue is you know or in someone else and and you just you just need to let god just just surrender that god i know this isn't cool this isn't great it's not honoring you and just just help me help me help me like you said guard your heart help me help me speak with love help me help me be like you help me reflect you help me honor you because sometimes when i look back i'm like oh that becky that was ugly behavior that was really just cringe cringe really bad and i'm just so ashamed and you know the enemy wants to keep you in a place of condemnation he wants to keep you in that just like bondage of like i'm never going to be better let me just wild out let me just i even see girls online now on instagram saying arrogant bay this that 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 and i'm like that's not actually cool like it's not actually something to be this is these are things yeah it's not something to be proud of maybe someone told you you're arrogant you're you know you're proud you're this or that and you've taken that as your identity you have assumed that identity instead of you to say let me work on this holy spirit help me if i'm coming across as proud or overconfident or self you know self-absorbed you know help me so surrender any final yeah any do you you want to sort of just you know wrap up because um we're at 45 minutes i've not done this instagram live thing for a while so i'm not sure how long (laughs) and i know you're you're a mummy and a wife and a mentor and a you know minister and a leader and businesswoman fitness trainer get some muscles with get some muscles with nikki Thank you. So good. And I just pray that anybody that listens who have been, as you said, edified by the conversation, yeah. it was really good. It's really deep. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I 